Safe Harbor Wealth Advisors, LLC and Safe Harbor Retirement Group, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Center for Disease Control or any other government agency. This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 614-760-0670 or visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, click on that radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions, or if you want to set up a face-to-face meeting, a video chat, or even a conference call. Again, our phone number is 614-760-0670. Well, in the current economic climate, many Americans are asking what really can they do to protect their money during downturns. Their recessions can often present financial challenges, a well-constructed financial strategy might be able to provide you with some degree of shelter from the storm. But before we kind of get into today's topic, really what I want to do is introduce my co-host this week and every week, and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? I'm doing great, Corey, and thanks for having me on once again. It's been a good week, uh, enjoying getting outside and uh, getting a lot of work done. So uh, I've been really busy, though. How about you? What's going on over there with you? You know, uh, we're actually, you know, pretty busy. You know, of course, I'm meeting with, you know, most of my meetings anymore are via conference call or Zoom or google you know meet or or whatever else but uh yeah it, it's busy you know one of the things that uh that is nice about all this is the weather's gotten better you know 70s and 80s pretty regularly so you know it's a good time to you know sit outside you know on the night rather than you know stay in and always just watch tv a little bit but uh yeah you know businesses you know is is is, is actually picking up and uh uh, you know, hopefully we're going to be able to see, you know, some turns here in the economy as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good point about the television. We were just talking about that off air and um, how we both are like, wow, we're spending, <laughs> my family and I were like, let's get outside. And, and it is a good thing. The weather has changed because, you know, you can only binge watch so many shows and that can be fun for a while, but wow, uh, it's good to be able to get out and do something. And so the weather's really helped with that. Now you mentioned, we're talking about uh, protecting our finances from recessions uh and we're basically in one now and and have been and and who knows where the economy is headed it's been up it's been down so i think it's really important to talk about this and i would think a a lot of our listeners out there have been worried uh, about uh, recent events and how it's going to affect their personal finances uh, with the economy as it is right yeah, yeah, you, you know, I totally agree with that, Tony. You know, one of the things I want to kind of use today 
is, uh, you know, there's a businessinsider.com article and it's titled Eight Ways to Recession-Proof Your Finances. So I thought we'd maybe use that as, a, you know, as the as really a, a uh, you be able to use their key points off of that and be able to kind of, you know, talk about some of the eight things that, you know, a lot of people out there can do um, in order to try to recession proof some of their, uh, you know, the, not only their finances, but, you know, also their income as well. Yeah. So what's the first suggestion then? Well, you know, the first one is it, when we start talking about recession and, you know, here we are sitting in, you know, May or June timeframe here. And uh, one of the things that, that I think a lot of people were, you know, we have what, 30 million people that are unemployed at this point oh, in time. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, who knows what it's going to, whether it's going to get, you know, better or worse. I think it'll get better. But, the, you know, the real big question is, is how many of some, some of these small businesses are actually going to survive and how many of these 30 million people, you know, will not actually have a job to go to. But right. one one of the one of the really the biggest things that you can do, you know, during this time is is try to get rid of any type of debt that you have if you do have any type of a debt, you know, for for you know for really for recession proofing, you know, if this recession does last, who knows for how long? But I would anticipate second, third, and probably maybe even leading into the fourth quarter, you know, we're gonna I think you know our economy is gonna struggle here. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th I think so, too. And I think that's a good point. Um, and a lot of people out there are struggling and it's hard not to, uh, you know, be tempted to go in f to debt during this time or run up credit card bills, too. And that's something we should avoid. Right. Yeah, we, we definitely should try to, you know, avoid running up, you know, your credit card debt. And, you know, if you're in a situation where maybe where you're having money problems, but you do have a 401k, I think it's very wise to probably talk with a professional like myself to kind of put together a game plan. Because, you know, you can't have, ac you know, we hate saying this, but, you, you know, you can't have access to some of this 401k uh, money with, you know, with the new rules that, that kind of, you know, came into place where you don't have that 10% penalty if you're under the age of 59 and a half, but you do not want to get rid of debt. One thing, you know, one thing we, that you can do is, is if you can get rid of, you don't want to increase debt, but if you can get rid of your debt, you know, you're actually going to have more monthly positive cash flow, um, which is, which is a, a good thing when you're actually dealing, you know, with a recession. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and so uh, let's go over some of these ways for people out there, for folks to tighten up their budgets a bit. Uh, and that's going to help. And I know that's what you want to talk about, some ways to tighten up the budget and recession-proof our finances. Yeah, so, I, you know, I think, I, I think everyone hates the word budget. But, you know, it, it, during these times, you really have to look at your budget. And really one of the things that you really need to do first is you really need to look at, when, if you can, go through your monthly, you know, expenses, but you have to kind of determine whether an expense is actually a fixed expense, which means you have to have it in order to pay bills and such like that. And then you have to kind of put another category in for optional spending, because uh, during these times, you might have to actually, uh, you know, tighten that budget. And you just need to be able to know what what are my true fixed costs that I had that I know I need to be able to pay month in and month out. Um, you know the optional spending. You know I would imagine during this time, hopefully everyone's optional spending's kind of went down. 
You know, places have been closed. People haven't been going out to eat. So actually, you know, during all this time frame, you know, you know, you know if you were fortunate enough where you're still working, hopefully you were able to at least be able to to save some money during this time because, uh, you know, we'll, we'll kind of talk about this and kind of leads this to our next one, and that is be able to create your emergency fund. Oh, okay. Yeah, an emergency fund. And I know you've uh, mentioned this on past shows, how important it is to have an emergency fund. Uh, And I think that uh, that's really important. Uh, You've even said as much as, you know, three to six months uh, say of your salary saved up in, in case something should happen. And I, I know a lot of people, uh, you know, are out of a job right now. And so if they had that, that would be very helpful. Yeah. You, you definitely want to be able to have three to six months potentially of whatever your fixed expenses are to be able to pay those bills month in, month out. Um, you know, even if you're working today, I mean, I think one of the things you really have to look at you know, is, is my job going to be there even, you know, three, six, nine months from now. So you want to make sure that if something does happen, you know, really happen to you, that, uh, you're going to have an emergency fund to be able to even pay some of those, those bills. If you're in the process of looking for a job, you know, another thing that I don't think a lot of people also consider Tony is let's just say you're in the process of looking for a job. Even if you're going to be looking for a job, you know, six to, you know, three to six months from now, you know, a lot of times once you leave one job and go to an, to another job, you you usually have some type of income gap for a period of time before you start receiving the next paycheck. So the only way to be able to cover those expenses if you want to switch jobs in a lot of cases is to make sure that you do have that um, emergency, you know, fund available to you as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a great point. So, uh, sometimes there is that downtime between jobs uh, that people experience. And I think it's important to note that now we should probably take a quick break here, Corey. Uh, but before we do, uh, what do you have for our listeners out there? Well, Tony, one of the things our listeners can do is they can visit our website at safeharboroh.com or they can give us a call at 614-760-0670. You know, if you want to be able to talk about on how to recession-proof your finances um, in case something does happen here, um, the best way to do that is to work with a professional like myself. Again, we can set up a complimentary no-obligation meeting with me. All you need to do is give us a call at 614-760-0670. And again, those meetings can either be a conference call, it can be a video chat, or you can even meet face-to-face with us. Um, You know, we're really here to help you and guide you through your retirement. And a big part of that is to be able to make sure that uh, um, you're going to be able to recession-proof, you know, your overall financial picture during these times. Again, that phone number is 614-760-0670. All right. Sounds good, Corey. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more about how you can position your finances uh, to help you be able to weather these economic downturns here on Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Unpleasant surprises can be annoying, but sometimes they can be devastating. If your retirement plan is vulnerable to unpleasant surprises, you do have a choice. There are strategies that can help ensure that any surprise is a welcome one and help reduce threats to your retirement. At Safe Harbor Retirement Group, we specialize in helping to protect your portfolio from unpleasant surprises. Visit safeharboroh.com 
www.thepensionfund.com to request a guide to your nice, predictable retirement. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, just give us a call at 614-760-0670 or feel free to visit us online at safeharboroh.com. While you're visiting our website, be sure to click on that radio page to check out past shows. But more importantly, you can subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Now, today we've been discussing ways you may be able to position your finances to weather the difficulties it often comes with economic downturns and recessions. Yeah, and I, and I think going through all this, uh, looking at your financial strategy to find areas that might need an adjustment or even an overhaul is a good move, even in the best of times, let alone now uh, with what we're experiencing. And I think an important factor is you don't have to do it alone. Uh, Corey, I know you've been helping folks with this for a long time. What's the next uh, piece of information you have for us today? You know, Tony, one of the things we, we kind of ended the show, you know, the last segment on was uh, we were, you know, we were kind of just talking about, you know, say you do get a new job or who knows what the economy is going to look like or even your position is going to look like three, six, nine months from now. But I really right. think one of the things that, that some of our listeners should really try to do is really make sure that you're very proactive in networking right now. Um, and if that's if you want to do that via LinkedIn or ever how you want to be able to do that, you really need to you really need to be able to do that because there might become a time where you're actually um, even though you like what you're doing today and you love your current employer, that employer might not be there or maybe there's going to be a cutback. So you're going to want to be able to have a net you know a network out there that you can work with to be able to go out in and potentially um, you know look for jobs. And the best way to do that is making sure your LinkedIn profile is really up to date because you never know when people are going to be searching for new new candidates at different positions and at different companies. Well, yeah, and uh, even if you do love your current job and you're thriving in it, who's to say someone from your professional network uh, might not present you with a better opportunity for advancement uh, that maybe could be too bad, uh, too good actually to pass up, and it would be too bad if you missed out. So I think networking is huge. I'm glad you brought that up. And uh, my wife is a recruiter. That's what she does for a living, and she's always telling me you got to keep your network going and you know utilize online tools like you said uh, LinkedIn and Facebook to stay in touch with people. Uh, but you know. Uh, take those people out to lunch who might work in your same industry or someday have an opportunity for you. Um, you know, it's good to keep in touch anyway. I mean, you don't want just ulterior motives, but you do have to network to move up in your career field these days. I, I think it's so critical. And, and I'm glad you mentioned that. So uh, what do you have for us next? You know, before we kind of get into what the, you know, the next topic there, uh, you know, Tony, one of the things that I've also started to do, I'm just going to use LinkedIn as an example. And I started doing this in January of this year. Um, and and that is, you know, a lot of people just try to create, you know, get as many connections as they can on LinkedIn. Yeah. But one of the things that I've actually been doing is when I've been connecting with people, I've actually been replying back to them and see if we could actually just set up a five or 10 minute chat just for an introduction as, as well. And the reason why I say that, and, I, and I'm sure... When they some when some people see that response, they see I'm a financial advisor. They're probably thinking, well, you know what? I don't need to be able to 
I don't want to go over my financial situation with someone right now or anything like that. But really, the only reason why I'm doing it more than anything is to be able to uh, talk to them. Um, you know, I come by a lot of different things. I might be able to actually help them out one way or the other. But more than anything, I'm just trying to get a sense of, of who they are and what they're trying to accomplish and what their goals are. Um, I'm really not trying to sell them on anything, but I think it's a, it's a good way to be able to to truly network without, you know, just uh, building up your connections on LinkedIn. Yeah, and that's huge. Uh, and, and it's a great tool to use and a great way to stay in touch with people, uh, especially uh, professionally, and to really grow that professional network. Again, a great point. So what do you have next for us, Corey? Well, this one might be a little bit tougher right now, but it might be something that uh, everyone should look at. And that is, is maybe, you know, to find a, if you need a little extra income, you might be able to try to find a, you know, a part-time second job. And that can become really important, Tony, especially if that primary job of yours would happen to be eliminated, you know, over the next few months, at least you have another job to fall back on. But, you know, and I'm not saying, you know, you might be able to go out and find a second job that uh, maybe you'll enjoy right? Maybe you're in construction or something like that. Maybe you go and get a part-time job at a Home Depot or Lowe's or Menards or, you know, or something to that effect. But, but it's, a, it's a good way to, a, to help you maybe even, you know, potentially lower your debt. But, but more importantly, if you do lose that primary job, you at least have some money coming in. So I, I, I would look at it. I would definitely look at um, maybe even getting a part-time job um, if you think that's something that you need to do in order to help, you know, build your debt down and, and make sure that your budget's going to be, you know, met month in and month out. Yeah, I mean, I think that's an interesting point. And as you said, a second job doesn't necessarily mean you have to do something that's good, you know, that has to feel like an exhausting venture. Uh, there may be opportunities to find a second job doing something you genuinely enjoy. And I think that's very doable. You know, I, a lot of people have side hustles and it kind of keeps them going. It, it's uh, sometimes it's fun. So uh, what's next? Well, you know, I, now what's kind of look started looking at your portfolio now. And I think one of the things that, that, and we've talked about it, especially over the last few weeks, but you really need to make sure that you're, you have a diversified portfolio and not only, uh, not only diversifying to make sure that, you know, you're in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, um, ETFs. Um, but you also want to make sure that, you know, we always talk about that green and red money, and you want to make sure that you're going to be balanced the way that you should be. And uh, especially, you know, with the volatility in the market, you want to make sure that you that you can handle a particular risk level, you know, if the market does, you know, drop as well. And one of the best things to do that, that you know, that our listeners can do is they can visit our website at safeharboroh.com and you can go in and take our color of money risk analysis. And really the first step of making sure you're diversified is make sure that you're allocated the correct way. And the only way to be allocated the correct way is if you know what your true risk level is. And that's what that color of money risk analysis is. It's going to show you on how much money you should have in stocks or what percentage you should have in stocks and what percentage you should have in safer investments. Yeah. Yeah. Very good point. And, you know, obviously, uh, I think this is a good time uh, to remind our listeners that it would, when it comes to making sure that portfolio is balanced enough uh, to handle these economic downturns, as well as your future retirement, working with a trusted financial professional like yourself, Corey, makes a world of difference. Uh, you need to build a financial strategy, and that can be a tricky endeavor. So why go it alone? That's my 
that's my point there. Well, I mean, that's exactly right. I mean, we all, you know, we all you pick any industry, you know, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to get your teeth worked on, you go to a dentist, right? If you're going to, if you're sick, you're going to go to a doctor because um, that's what they specialize in. It's the same thing when we start talking about, you know, financial professionals. This is what we specialize in. Um, you're not, you're in most cases, you're, you know, you're not an expert of your own financial situation. And really the best way to do that is reach out and get some help. And really our job is to work with you. And, you know, even when we sit down for the very first time, the only thing we're going to really try to do is find out what your goals are. We're going to make sure that you're allocated the correct way. And we're going to come back with recommendations, you know, in order to get you set going down the right path. Uh, that's really important as an investor. Um, you can don't let emotional buying, don't emotional buying and selling affect what you do with your portfolio. You know, in most cases, which is which is kind of sad, but a lot of investors out there do two things. They usually buy high and they sell low. And that's not the way it's supposed to work. Um, I've had a lot of discussions with a lot of people, especially during this period of time. And, uh, you know, if you're allocated the correct way, your entire portfolio hasn't experienced the volatility in the market. So what we do have invested in the market, you can stay the course. Um, it's, it's, it's so huge to be able to do that because in the long run, you're going to make more money. And really my job is to handle your emotions because I don't have that emotional, you know, I'm, I'm managing a lot of different accounts or a lot of different clients. So I'm not going to let emotions drive on how I'm actually going to, you know, invest my client's money. Plus, you've seen it all. I mean, clients are worried about, oh, I don't want them to see where we're at with this financially or how we're balanced. But you've seen it all. So it's not going to come as a surprise to you. You've dealt with all sorts of financial issues, woes from the good, having a lot to the bad, you know, to the crazy people having it literally their entire savings under their mattress. So uh, you've seen <laughs> the extremes out there, haven't you? I, I definitely have seen the extremes. And, you know, during, during this, you know, during the, this time, Tony, it's, you know, and, and it depends on also where you are in your life too, right? Um, but, you know, say you're, you're, you're actually in retirement or you're getting ready for retirement, then, you know, that's why it's, it's so important to work with an advisor like myself, because, you know, at this point in time, odds are your risk level's gotten a lot more safer. So you need to make sure that that your assets are are getting safer as well as you age and as you're going through your retirement years. So yeah, that's what we're there to always to you know to always look at your portfolio to make sure you're allocated the correct way to make sure that um, you're going to have enough money if you're retired to to pay your bills over the next six to twelve months. I mean that's really what we're here to do to make sure that you're that you're going to be able to experience a, a really a great retirement. Um, which is what everyone's main goal is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's key. And that's a big part of what you do is retirement strategy, making sure you have enough money uh, to retire when you want, retire comfortably. And in economic downturns, you know, you have to make some adjustments in order to make that happen or to make sure that you're going to have that money. It'll be there every month for you in retirement. Now we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by, Corey. Uh, but what do you have for our listeners before we go? Well, for our listeners out there, Tony, you know, if they have any questions about your financial strategy or about any things that we discussed today, I really encourage you to visit our website at safeharboroh.com or give us a call at 614 760 
When you do call in, we can set up a complimentary no obligation meeting with me, and that meeting, can, of course, can take pace or take place face to face. We can do a conference call. We can even do a video chat. You know, it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement that you've worked so hard for. And the best way to do that is, you know, get started by working with a financial uh, advisor that has a fiduciary responsibility to you. And again, our phone number here is 614-760-0670. All right. Sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Join us soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care and we'll talk to you again very soon and stay healthy and safe. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.